right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Oh, let me get YouTube going. Damn it. Okay, YouTube, all right, we're up and running. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. I'm not going to lie. Uncle Bobby wasn't going to do a show today. He just wasn't. But you know how the world works. Day of peace and quiet. Wrong, mister. I saw some shit. Shit pissed me off. So now I have to rant about some shit. Gang, the first one up, let me see if I can find this fucking, I'm not even going to fucking play it. The first one up, gang, is fuckface Jesse Waters. You guys remember that name by any chance? Is my mic plugged in? Yeah, it is. Jesse Waters is now one of the main ass wipes over on Fox. Now, you got to start by carrying Bill O'Reilly's fucking spit bucket, right? He was a fucking nobody. And he sat there on, you know, the last five minutes of, you know, Bill O'Reilly's show. And he was basically there to juggle his nuts in his mouth, right? After he swallowed enough uh, semen from Bill O'Reilly, Bill started to give him, like, the last couple minutes of the show for this real fucked up ass segment called Waters World. Now, Jesse Waters had one of those fucking moments. Now, keep in mind, this is all on Fox. So what I'm getting ready to tell you is sickening, but it shouldn't shock you because it's Fox, right? He had this spot, gang, when Hillary Clinton was running against fuckface Donald Trump, where he carried his monkey ass to Chinatown, to Chinatown, to ask the residents of Chinatown, who are you going to vote for? Now, what this asshole did, gang, again, it was one of those, you know what it was like? Podcasters, you can't see me, but remember when Donald Trump did what he did with his hands? YouTubers, you can see me. You guys remember when Donald Trump was imitating a physically disabled uh, reporter? Yeah, one who just so happened to be like an award-winning fucking journalist, right? And he sat there, and again, podcast, you can't see me, but I'm crinkling my arms up in front of my chest, right? Kind of the fucked up universal sign for having, you know, a physical or mental issue. So he curls his hands up around his chest, and he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't remember. Gang, how did that fucker become, well, I know how that fucker became president, but how did that moment not crush his political balls on the spot. We should be disgusted by this country. Again, I told y'all, before I get back on fuckface Jesse Waters, I said long time ago over Twitter, and I think maybe even my first season of Gin and Truth, it was my dad's turn to pick me up from daycare, Landark. He comes and picks me up. I'll never forget. He's in his dress greens. And we're sitting there, and I don't know why we're waiting, but while we were sitting there on the curb, standing on the curb, I still remember his name was Charles. Charles was confined to a wheelchair, right? And Charles, in his wheelchair, he wheeled past me. Podcasters, you can't see me, but I'm imitating my eyes following Charles. And so as Charles crossed my eye vision, it's what I did. Gang, when my head got all the way around, you know what happened? My dad smacked me on the back of the head. Simple words, and I'll never forget it. Word for fucking word. The major said, it's not polite to stare. You know what I haven't done in like over 40 years? I haven't stared at someone with a physical disability. Because my father taught me better. Donald Trump, in his 70s, this is a grown-ass man sat there and physically imitated someone with physical fucking limitations. He became president of the United States. Someone explained that shit to me. I just need some fucking alcohol because I told that story. Come back on, dummy. 
But again, the point of bringing that up is it's one of those how did this not end your fucking career moments. Jesse Waters went to uh, Chinatown and asked Chinese people, who are you going to vote for? Hillary or Donald Trump? Gang, when I say he asked Chinese people, I mean he asked actual Chinese people. People who could not speak English or could not speak it very well. Now, we all do the same thing when we're trying to be polite. When someone says something that we didn't catch or we didn't understand, you just kind of give them that smile that <laughs> you nod your head to give some half-ass answer. 50% chance you're going to get it right, right? He asked who you're going to vote for to Chinese people who couldn't speak English. And they sat there and they nodded. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the fucked up part, gang. No, it wasn't. What he did was he piped in either crickets, right? Because they got to go back and edit. This was not a live shot. When, so when he asked a Chinese person, who are you going to vote for? And that person just kind of laughed and smiled and looked at him blankly. He would either pipe in the sounds of crickets, right? Or he'd go ask this, you know, 76-year-old literal, not Chinese American, a Chinese woman, 76 years old. She had, The only thing she knows how to say in English is, where's the goddamn bathroom? That's it. Or I don't speak English. And he asked her, who are you going to vote for? And she just sat there and she's nodding her head and smiling. His monkey has piped in the fucking Jeopardy music. Right? That lady, again, he, he didn't ask for a translator. He, he didn't write it on paper and hoping that, no. He went there to purposefully humiliate those people, mission fucking accomplished. The only justice about that, I think his name is Ronnie Chang, a comedian on uh, the on Trevor Noah's show. He went. Ronnie Chang is actually Chinese who speaks fluent Chinese. And he went and they dunked on his ass, on uh, Jesse Waters brilliantly. Absolutely brilliant. Look that shit up. It was magnificent. And when he wasn't doing that, he went gang. I mean, every stereotype you could possibly name, he hit on. He went and made some Chinese ladies give him a foot massage. He went and took karate and all this other bullshit. No, the fucked up portion was, what well, I'm trying to remember what art it was. Maybe was it Taekwondo or something? And you're like, okay, first and foremost, Ronnie Chang pointed it out. But if two of you are martial artists, you're like, wait, 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 wait. He picked like a Korean style martial art and said it was fucking Chinese. And I remember Ronnie Chang was like, get your fucking stereotypes right, jackass. So that's who we're talking about. This is the type of man that I'm getting ready to dunk on. Now, the reason why this fucker made the impromptu hit list today, gang, is again, I was going to sit and watch fucking football, which I still am. This is going to be somewhat of a quick show. But let's jump into this shit. Turning Point USA held a conservative conference where you can just go and jerk off about all the worst parts this country has to fucking offer. Now, again, for the trillionth time, all Dr. Anthony Fauci has done for the last two years was to try to keep y'all's monkey asses safe. That's it. Even when asked, what is your political affiliation? He declined to answer. That's got nothing to do with my job. I am here to save people, not Republicans, not Democrats, not Libertarians, not Saint fans. I'm here to save people. My political affiliation is moot. That is all Fauci has tried to do. But yet, you, some of you fuck faces, because you have high-speed internet and you're very successful, as a bricklayer. But now all of a sudden, you know more than a man with over, what, four decades, five decades of medical training in this specific field. That's all Anthony Fauci has done since he got the job over 30 years ago. But now that everyone knows his name, he's still doing his job. And that's to keep your monkey ass off a fucking ventilator. Right? Give me a fucking break. And so he's sitting there, and again, he's sitting there with a bunch of fucking Trumplicans. Not Republicans, Trumplicans. And he's sitting there talking about Anthony Fauci. And gang, 
He talks about killing Dr. Anthony Fauci using words like ambush. He'll never see it coming. Kill shot. He'll be dead. I really don't know what to say after that. This is where we are in this country, gang. Again, if someone were to piss on themselves after being punched in the stomach, you know, Fox News would find a way to turn that into some political uh, jab against fucking Republicans. He literally talked about killing Anthony Fauci, whose only job is to save Jesse Waters. By the way, gang, just in case you didn't know, and it is a fact. It is a fucking fact. What am I about to tell y'all? Look that shit up. Fox News, the biggest purveyors of fucking medical bullshit, have some of the strictest, if not the strictest, vaccination policy there is. And they had it before anyone even said the word fucking mandate. But yeah, they're out there trying to kill y'all. And some of y'all are fucking listening. But Bubba, what are you doing? You're killing the movie. Bubba, what's up? Me and the Bubba will have a talk later. Who may go nutty? He literally talked about killing Anthony Fauci. Again, it's not a joke. I got no punchlines. And I'm not going to watch Fox, but I guarantee goddamn it. Just like when we found out that those assholes were texting Mark Meadows, right, on the day of the insurrection, right? They, oh, they got heated, but for all the wrong reasons. Ten bucks says his monkey ass gets on fucking TV before the end of the fucking week and talks about how we took it out of context. You libs can't take a joke. Jesse Waters, please shut the fuck up. Again, in this day and age, the answer is no. You can't joke about stuff like that. Where there are too many fucking radical ass assholes. What did I tell you? I've been saying this since fucking season one. Your fucking joke, Jesse, is a million people's fucking battle cry. That is how we got to January the fucking sixth. Right? Give me a fucking break. Right? Again, I've said some of Ben Shapiro's stuff, I'm quite sure, is performative. I can think of two mass shooters off the top of my head right now who, in their manifesto, quoted Ben Shapiro and credited him for motivating them to do what they fucking did. They've done that to Candace. They've, they will do it with Jesse when the shit hits the fan with it. This is ridiculous. Let me tell you guys something to close this shit out. Again, I told y'all what it is I do. Right? I teach women how to fight off fucking rapists and attackers. If I made a fucked up ass comment, I'm not going to even give y'all a fucking example. But if I made a fucked up ass comment about a sex crime or some domestic violence or shit like, I actually have. I actually have. And I said that in season one. I did. God damn, I'm feeling smart right now. It was my cancel culture versus consequence culture uh, episode. I still remember. I was the second example, 1995, and to this day, I still won't repeat what I said. It was a live mic moment, hot. The gist of the quote-unquote joke, it would be like me, it's like someone coming up and calling me tiny. At 6'3", 245, it's a joke. What I said about what I was going to do is so antithetical, is so, it's so not Robert Reed, that was the joke. But, fuckface Robert Reed, what I joked about was not funny. It wasn't. You know what they did to a punk-ass, what, 21-year-old Robert Reed? I got punished. I had a two-week media ban for saying what I said. And you know what? I deserved it. I wasn't canceled, Trumplicans. Hey, go, go, go take a lesson from a 21-year-old back in 1994. Go fuck yourself, Right? I took that L. I absolutely did. So what I was going to say about my job, but again, I don't have to say, I don't have to make an example. I have been punished, rightfully so, for saying some fucked up ass shit. 
Jesse will come out and Jesse will say, we took it out of context. It was just a joke. I'm being canceled. I'm being censored. You libs are too sensitive. Well, were you offended? Jesse Waters needs to lose his job. He does. Period. End of story. He talked about killing a man in a day and age and in a climate where it's now a realistic possibility. Seriously. This, this isn't me being overly sensitive. I mean what I tell you. Jesse, he's, he's going to get a pay raise is what he's going to get. Like fuckface Tucker Carlson, we already have the blueprint, gang. We already have the blueprint. I got to get up this fucking topic. I'm going to have a stroke. When Tucker Carlson just took the gloves off and went for it, what did they do? One, he got his own show. Another one, it's called like Tucker Carlson Today. Two, he got a pay raise. That's how Fox gets down. There are people in this country that are dumb enough to bite on that baited hook. And he literally used words like kill shot, ambush. He won't see it coming. He even said, pronouncing him dead. Jesse Waters needs to lose his job. Fox News is going to give him a fucking pay raise. This is the America y'all live in. Sorry, not sorry. Are you ready to make a change yet? Gang, this isn't even a uh, change of topic. We're just going to keep on rolling with this fucked up Turning Point USA conference. Holy shit. Gang, I, I, I have not seen NFL Super Bowl MVPs get a rock star welcome the way fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse did at this conference. Gang, this little asshole, I mean, it, the book deal is coming. The TV show is coming. He's already doing speaking tours. He's on podcasts with like millions of views with the likes of like a fuckface Steven Crowder already talking about, you know, fucking chicks. What do you like? You guys do, like go with the big ass cities. Let us not forget how this little fuckface made it into the public space. Let us not forget how it is we all know his name. Now, I told you, I'm not here to argue the legalities. I'm just not. The way the law is written, apparently he defended himself. That's not how my brain works. I'm not a lawyer. So he is not guilty of murder, but he is a killer. Fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse shot three people. He killed two. Two people are dead right now because of that little fucking asshole. And you know what, Fox News, Candace, and everyone else? Please go fuck yourself. Because what did they do, gang? They went and delved off. And uh, Rosenberg, what was that boy's name? I can't remember. The first victim died en route to the fucking hospital. Because this 17-year-old took his fucking life. And now, right now, some asshole is going to say something fucked up. Like, oh, well, Robert, you know, he didn't cross state lines. Shut the fuck up. Are you going to argue if he used his right hand or his left hand? What does it fucking matter? Two people are dead. That is how we know this asshole's name. He killed two people. Okay, by the letter of the law, he defended himself. But he still took. Two lives. Someone tell me why it is this should be celebrated. This isn't a Second Amendment victory. You understand that? Fuck faces, it's the 21st. We are four days away from one, the Matrix opening up. Carrie Ann Moss is wearing black leather pants. You don't even know what that means, do you? Shit. But two, we're two days, four days away from fucking Christmas. There will be three families minimum whose this year's Christmas is going to take on a whole new meaning. You want to know why? Kyle Rittenhouse shot three people. He killed two. Why is this a moment to celebrate? It's not like he did something honorable, right? He, he killed two people. Now, this doesn't stand up in the court of law, but no. He shouldn't have been out there. Not according to Fox. This is what happens when you defund the police. Shut the fuck up. 
King, I can't believe that show is on the air. I really can't. I mean, at what point do we say, you know, that safety net that all constitutional amendments have, at what point do we say Fox News has used up all its fucking emotional karma? This shit. This is why I didn't want to do a show. I wanted to be calm today. <laughs> I guess that's not going to fucking happen. Gang, I saw the clip on YouTube. I would say probably a 45-foot electronic banner. K-Y-L-E-R-I. And it, it just spelled out his name. Blanked it. Spelled out his name. Blanked it. There were fireworks. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard ACDCs shook me all night long. And you see fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse running out and people are filming him like it's fucking Elton John doing his last concert. Keep in mind, again, fine, he's not a murderer, but he is a killer. Even if he acted in self-defense, two people are dead. If you do anything, you go and you give speeches, you know, talking about what happened so that we can learn not to do that again. Right? You're like, yo, I feel horrible. I've taken two lives. I mean, I had to defend myself, but I took, you know what this is like, gang? You know what this is like? And this is the, I told y'all fucking before, by today's standards, my dad would not be called a fucking patriot. I mean, my life should be completely different. My dad was drafted, fuck faces, but not by the United States Army. No. My dad was drafted to play in the NFL. He was. The New York Jets, assholes. I'm supposed to be a New Yorker. Yeah. My dad was drafted in the late 60s. I was born in the early 70s. I should have taken my first breath while my dad was a New York Jet. My dad declined his draft status. Yeah, dumbass dad, thanks a lot. Now look at me. <laughs> I love that guy. By today's standards, my dad would not be considered a fucking patriot. My dad went to war, and I, I've said it over Twitter. I've mentioned it sparingly here. My dad doesn't talk about it. What happened in Vietnam? I'm just now starting to hear my dad say the words Viet and Nam in the same sentence, right? It was maybe about three years ago, my mom told me one thing about what happened. And I can't say it because I don't want to start crying, right? My point is when certain things like that happen, you don't glorify it. You don't romanticize it. Even if it was the quote-unquote right thing to do, you've ended the life, right? I, again, I, I've only heard, if my dad did 100 things in Vietnam, I've heard about two. Two from him, and they were mainly about living quarters and a very loose description of what it is he did. My mom told me one thing, and it was soul-crushing. Soul-crushing. Let's just say... Let's just say my dad has a very good reason to feel bad. Not his fault. Let's just say he's got a good reason to feel bad. He's never told me that story. My mother did. My point is, as I'm trying not to cry, these are things that you don't romanticize. Hold on, gang. Uncle Bobby just saw a text. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Back on it. My point is, there are things you don't romanticize, even when it is 100% necessary. Kyle Fuckface L. Rittenhouse is being treated like he has cured COVID, cancer, he has stopped the Atlanta Falcons from playing football, and he has stopped people from eating pineapple on pizza. You don't do book tours. You don't get a fucking TV show. You don't go on Steven Crowder and talk about what kind of chicks you like to fuck. Oh, yeah, by the way, of course, it has to be chicks with big titties. Kyle Rittenhouse, please shut the fuck up. What you have done, you little shit, you are going to inspire copycats. 
And this country has embraced you as a hero. Again, I'm not here to talk about the fucking legalities. That's not my speciality is plugging this goddamn test. What I am telling you is what Kyle did was fucked up. And it should not be celebrated. Again, are, are we ready to make a change yet? How many of you have taken Fox News off of your subscription list? You need to do it. Boycotting their um, their sponsors doesn't even put a dent in their pocketbook. They make money through subscriptions. So when you get AT&T, when you get fucking drop AT&T, Spectrum, whoever your cable provider is, your basic package, whether you realize it or not, you are paying for Fox News. You have to specifically tell them, God damn, did you hear that? I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. God damn, I didn't even hear that, feel that one coming. They get paid per subscription. We got to start hitting them. Again, I belched. Hashtag unprofessional. Are we hitting them in the pocketbook enough? Apparently that answer is no. Right? Why do we keep voting people in who make someone like fucking Kyle L. Rittenhouse something we're celebrating? Donald Trump had harsher words for black athletes taking a knee. The, the January 6th assholes, the terrorists, he told them, I love you. He called black athletes sons of bitches. When asked directly about fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse, he tap danced all around the only acceptable answer, and that is that little fucker is a killer, period. What the fuck was this 70-year-old doing out there? No, Donald Trump <clears throat> spit on his hand, jerked him off. We keep giving Fox our money. We keep electing people that fucking make shit like this possible. We're about to wrap this one up so I can go into halftime and get my heart rate down to about 2,000 beats a minute because right now it's about a fucking million. Are we ready to make a fucking change? There's going to be another Kyle L. Rittenhouse. There's going to be another January the 6th. Tucker Carlson's replacement is already being groomed. We already have a fucking Jesse Waters. Lori Ingram gets her skinny ass up there and talks shit every single Are we ready to make a change? Gang, if we always do what we've always done, we will always get what we've always got. Please continue to be outraged and not do a fucking thing. Every little bit counts. I've taken Fox off of my fucking subscription. I got a podcast and a YouTube channel so I can talk shit so people can hear. We have got to, do, we got midterms coming up. We got to shake this shit up or I'm going to see y'all again next week. And the week after that, and the month after that, and the year after that, and the year after that, we're not going to do anything different. Nothing is going to change until we shake some shit the fuck up. Kyle L. Rittenhouse should not be a topic of conversation. But the way our culture is, we have elevated a murdering-ass 18-year-old to the level of fucking fantastic, idolized, you know what this is, gang, before I sign off and go into halftime? This is Robert E. Lee. Why are there streets named after the biggest traitor this country has ever seen? Kyle Rittenhouse murdered two people. And we are honoring him with speaking engagements, book deals, TV shows. We get to hear about his sexual desires. This country's fucked. We got to do something different. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. Thank you.
I'm black. All right, gang. The big daddy of today, I saw some shit, and I was like, this, this, this can't be happening. Yeah, it actually did. Okay. Gang, what I saw was jaw-dropping. And it kind of hurt my feelings, I'm not going to lie. Because there are these strings of YouTube shorts with these kids. And I'm saying kids because they are literally... The, the, this one is a, is a little girl. Gang, if this little girl is 21 years old, I will drop and give you 25 push-ups right now. This is a kid. And, and she is the embodiment of what happens when you listen to way too much Candace fucking Owens. This child, and y'all know my policy, I usually don't beat up on the children's, but she's a coon. She's an absolute fucking coon. Now, I'm not going to show y'all her face, but you are going to hear her voice here in a little bit. Uncle Bob's going to do a little response. There's a TikTok video. Now, gang, about this child, she looks to be a biracial descent. I should have turned on the fucking lamp. She looks to be a biracial descent. Now, with the words that are coming out of her mouth, if someone gave her a scalpel and said, you can absolutely excise the black portion of you out, I think she'd cut herself. I really do. This is the child. She is the walking example of I've got black friends. She's the example of when people say some fucked up ass shit, and when someone like me is one who looks like me, gets a little bit heated, like, wait, 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 wait. This is what Candace Owens said. That is what this child's future looks and sounds like. Again, it makes me sad. And it was her and a couple of other boys. And these YouTube shorts, I'm just like, you haven't been on this planet long enough. You just haven't. Right? I, I don't know who shook you. I don't know what you listened to. But I'm going to tell you something, kid. Kids, in this instance, you're fucked up. You are. Because I'm going to tell you. They're going to get tired of you. And by they, I mean all the people who don't look like us. They're going to get tired of you. They're going to go get a new one. They will. They always do. History proves that I'm right. Again, these fuckers are too young. They, they, they just are. Right? And then your monkey ass is going to... Did y'all see that fucking video I commented on today on Twitter? And again, if you haven't, what the fuck are you waiting for? At RCRead40, you're fucking missing out. But it was the beginning of that fucked up ass conference. I talked about the first part of the show. Right? And gang, there were like two black people there. And they're playing the song from the weekend. I don't even know the name it is. But, and you got these black people dancing on the stage while they're fucking introducing these racist, sexist shit, these xenophobic assholes. And my jaw just hit the ground. It's like, you know, when you're not around, they talk shit about you, right? You probably hear things like, you're not like the other ones, right? He's one of the good ones. She speaks well. Yeah, these are your friends, right? Give me a fucking break. We're, we're going to, this kid, to get back on topic so I don't spin this off into a five-part episode. I know this is a uh, soft spot for me. It's this child, and it's called, let's debunk this whole white privilege thing. Now, this is how it's going to work after I get some alcohol. I'm going to let the plate, the tape play so you guys can hear it. They're going to rewind it, and I'm going to break this shit down. Again, she's too young. Now these fucked up ass opinions. Let's get this thing queued up. Let's roll the tape. This. Let's go ahead and debunk this whole white privilege thing. Is there a white entertainment category on Netflix, Hulu, and Prime? No, but there is a black one. Is there a white-owned restaurant category on Uber Eats? No, but there is a black one. Are white people being hired to fill a diversity quota in corporations and companies? No, but black people are. And is there a whole system of affirmative action for white students that puts them in colleges of which they are unfit to attend purely based on their race? No, but there is one for black students. And can white people go out and riot and loot and burn down businesses in the streets while being cheered on by the political left? No, but black people can. White people, don't you dare say a word because you'll be labeled a racist. 
If you want to know who's in power in your country, think about who you cannot criticize. Okay. Let's go ahead and debunk this whole life. Pause the tape. Do you hear what this kid said? Again, I'm going to really work my ass off not to go in hard on this child. YouTube, you're getting really shitty quality. I can't get up right now because Buddy is asleep in my lap. So if it looks like, you know, half midnight here, it kind of is. Sun setting, daylight hours, shut the fuck up, Robert Reed. Just listen to my voice and just get what I'm saying. Do you guys hear this fucked up ass tape? Again, this kid, she looks to be of biracial descent. And she's talking all this shit. And the white side of her, happy than a motherfucker. But let me tell you something, kid. Like I said, you are going to need us one day. So I highly recommend that you don't talk a whole bunch of shit. You think I'm bullshitting? Go ask Stacey Dash. Go ask Amarosa. Go ask all the fucking coons right now who are knocking on the door, trying to get their monkey ass back in the barbecue. Well, like I said, they've been corrupted. This child has been fucking corrupted. Everything she said is a white, racist fucking talking point. Now, Uncle Bobby is about to break them all down. Let's do it. Let's play the tape. Which thing? Is there a white entertainment category on Netflix, Hulu, and Prime? No, but there is a black one. Pause the tape. Is there a white portion of Hulu and Netflix? No, there isn't, but there's a black one. Shut the fuck up, kid. Let me tell you the reason why. You're too young. This kid was born in the year 2000. Are you kidding me? I'd already played two seasons of professional football by the time this little fucker took her first breath. Let me tell you something, kid, because you're too young to know this. Long before you were born, before the internet, high definition, big screen TVs, shit like that, we had TVs half this size, that weighed five times as much, kid. Right? You had like three fucking channels. That was it. Back then, and all the way pretty much until now, white has been the default. And that's probably what my response is going to be to a lot of this shit. White was the default, kid. You're too young to know that. So the reason why we have a BET is because we were not getting proper representation on the fucking other channels, kid. You're too young to know that. Uncle Bobby needs some alcohol. And I told you, even when we started getting on TV, first and foremost, the initial um, representations were all kinds of fucked up. We were always pimps, hookers, drug dealers, and police informants, right? The story behind Good Times, y'all remember that uh, show? Damn, damn, damn. One of the greatest lines ever. Please go fuck yourself. Norman Lear. Oh, do I got a belch coming? I just belch. Hashtag a professional. Norman Lear, the creator, white dude. The original story was Florida Evans and her three kids and her husband was killed like in a drug accident or some shit like that. And she was like, no. And she knew she had Norman by the balls. Because that he that this show isn't going to work without Esther Roll, and she was like, "If I'm going to do this show, you're going to put a strong black lead as the father. He's not a drug addict. He's an honest man, a hardworking man." Bam. So even when we got that uh, representation, we were still in the fucking ghetto. So much, in fact, when I was a kid, and we got the Cosby Show. You guys remember that? Yeah, kid, she's too young for this shit. Even when the Cosby show hit, not only did white people say this, black people did. We were so conditioned to hate ourselves. <clears throat> and we said, we all did, that was not a, an appropriate representation of black people. How sad is that? A, sex, a successful lawyer and doctor with three well-adjusted children, they owned a brownstone in New York. And this country collectively bashed it because we had to be in the ghetto and do drugs. And all. So again, she's too young. So to sit here and say, oh, but black people do because kid, we still need it. We, <laughs> this is a whole nother show, kid. This is a whole nother show. Cause I'm about to spin off in some fucked up ass examples, Steven Crowder and all these other assholes where they were going to make 
Idris Elba, fucking James Bond. Again, the reason why this stuff is happening, kid, is because it's still necessary. Let's roll the tape. Why don't restaurant category on Uber Eats? No, but there is a black one. Close the tape. Your fucked up ass smile. Your sarcastic little fucker. So if you didn't hear that, it's why isn't there a white owned portion on Uber Eats or Favor? But there's a black one. Kid, again, you're too young to be this fucking stupid. Shut up and listen to people older than you. Right? The reason why is because we don't have the proper representation. That's the reason why, kid. Again, white in this country is the default. So, yes, you've got the ethnic portion. Uh, here, I live in Texas. You can find Mexican-owned, Asian-owned, shit like that. Because white is the default answer, kid. You're apparently too young to know that. So, yeah, we're trying to drive uh, money into black-owned businesses, right? But again, she's too young to know this shit. So she drank the conservative fucking Kool-Aid. Again, uh, I can't believe she made this fucking video. I can't believe whichever parent of hers is black. Saw this like, hey, good job, kid. I mean, she drank the fucking Kool-Aid. Now, let's just roll the tape. I'm going to have a stroke. White people being hired to fill a diversity quota in corporations and companies. No, but black people are. Pause the tape. Kid, god damn it. Did you guys hear that one? This thing is going so fast, I don't know how to rewind it. So we're going to probably listen to it again. It are white people being hired to fill diversity quotas. But no, the black people are. Kid, shut the fuck up. Because white is the fucking default, but you're too young to know that. The reason why we have these quotas to meet, kid, is because one of us lined up <clears throat> behind the starting blocks. They said, Jamar gets that go. One of us lined up <clears throat> literally at the 90-meter mark of a 100-meter dash, and they said, Jamar gets that go. Well, this portion, the one behind the blocks, they heard the starting gun. Someone tackled them. They fell flat. On their face, you know, slavery, the help, domestics, bucks, you know, like my grandparents were a kid, but your parents, you're too fucking young. The other portion, white people, they heard your market set go, they took two steps, and they turned around and said, hey, why don't you just work hard? Shut the fuck up. Kid, you want to know why we have diversity quotas to meet? Because this shit is still unequal. And again, I told you, I know white guys who have said this to my face. In English words, I can understand. People that have generational wealth who are literally handed keys. Here you go. Just don't fuck it up. Keys <clears throat> to a well-established multi-million dollar a year business, right? And they've turned around and told me, Robert, no one's ever handed me shit. I just work hard. Kid, you're too young to know this. What, you sound stupid. You just do. These are the inane ramblings of someone in their early 20s who has not busted her racial cherry. She listened to way too much Candace, way too much Cecily Peterson, Diamond and Silk, Crotch Rot and Mill Shower Mildew. Kid, you just sound stupid. Let's see what you got to say next. Let's roll the tape. A whole system of affirmative action for white students that puts them in colleges. Of Pause the are. tape right now. Pause the tape right now. I already know what this dumb bastard is getting ready to say. You know, a, a whole system of affirmative action that gets unqualified, unqualified black students into colleges. Not white students into college. But no, they have it for black people. Kid, please shut the fuck up. Again, that's not a legit arguing point, kid. You're too young to know this. Yeah, the way those white people describe affirmative action? Yeah, just some lazy nigger. We're going to give him a multi-million dollar a year job while some super qualified white guy is going to go cut grass. Please go fuck yourselves. Because that's not what affirmative action is. With their dumbass look on my phone. All right, kids, let me tell you something. 
The reason why we have these uh, quota systems in colleges is because white is still the default. Again, she won't hear this, but I've told you all this. I'm going to say it again. I made All-American at the University of Texas. I didn't suck at playing football. I was actually pretty good at it. My dad, just as good of an athlete as I was, infinitely smarter. I told you, my dad almost got a PhD. The University of Texas at Austin told my dad no niggers allowed. And when I say my dad, an entire generation of black people. So again, let's rewind. Y'all have heard this before. I'm going to say it again. Rewind to my parents' generation. You know how many white people who I know whose parents went to the University of Texas at Austin? I can't count that high. I just can't. Kid, let's rewind another generation. My grandparents. Do you know how many white people who I know whose grandparents went to the University of Texas at Austin? I can't count that high, kid. My grandparents didn't finish elementary school. And when I say mine, a lot of hours in the South. You're black. You're the son or the daughter of a slave. What the fuck do you think you're going to do? Kid, let's rewind another fucking generation. My great-grandparents. My great-grandparents were literally fucking slaves, kid. Literal fucking slaves. You want to know why my family celebrates Juneteenth so much because we have Tiger's Belt, hashtag a professional. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, Juneteenth is a celebration that's unique to Texas. It's when Texas found out two years after the slaves have been freed. Oh, yeah, by the way, Texas slaves, they don't got to be slaves anymore. We are directly affected by that. We are. That's all another video, right? I know great-grandparents, white people, yeah, like the first generation or so of Texas Longhorns. Mine were fucking slaves. So, kid, if you want to know why it is there's a fucking quota system for quote-unquote unqualified blacks, because we're trying to catch up to the white people. Again, you keep tripping over the same shit, kid, because you're too young and dumb to know. White in this country is the fucking default. So now we're trying to fight that shit. We're trying to equal things out. And no, this isn't two wrongs make a right. Please go fuck yourself. Right? The only way we're going to make up this kind of ground, some of you white people, you're going to have to take a step down. You're not going to be comfortable. Well, guess what? I don't give a shit. Welcome to my world, being uncomfortable. Please go fuck yourself. Let's roll the tape. To attend purely based on their race, no, but there is one for black students. And can white people go out and riot and loot and burn down businesses in the streets while being cheered on by the political left? No. Pause the tape. She's right. She's right. Can white people go and wreck shop and get cheered on by the left? No, they can't. But they can get cheered on by the fucking right, kid. Again, you're too fucking young. Go back into history, child. Go back into history. I've said it once. I'll say it for the billionth time. How many? Go look this shit up. There'll be a black person with a broomstick handle hanging out of his asshole because he was sodomized by a fucking lynch mob. They beat him, unfucking recognizable kid. They hung him. Then you got 25 white people turn around and smiling like he's a fucking pinata. That fucking picture, kid, was front page of the newspaper the next day. You want to know how many fucking arrests were made as a result of those pictures? Zero. Zero, kid. That's the issue of this fucking country. Now let's rewind to present day. You ever heard of January the 6th, kid? White people didn't go wreck shot. White people were fucking traitors. The, the, the second insurrection in the history of this fucking country, kid, and the political right made excuses for. We have Congress people, people in the House of Representatives who are literally mad, Marjorie Taylor fuckface green, that the white people that went and wrecked shop, kid, aren't, literally aren't getting fed gluten-free meals. 
right? Fox News has dedicated every day since January the 6th defending these assholes. Laura Ingrams is, is fucking talking about how this was just a happy gathering of Christians. Again, kid, you're too young and you're too dumb because you don't know shit, right? Again, Trevor Noah has this clip. Again, I don't have to link shit. Maybe one day I'll learn. It's like this seven to eight minute reel of similar incidences on this side, white people. On this side, black people. And how Fox News covered both instances. When a black person did something, you heard were like animal, thug, terror, shit like that. When a white people white person did it, it was all excuses, right? My, my favorite example, fuckface Laura Ingram. Her famous line, shut up and dribble. LeBron James commented about a social issue. Yeah, Laura Ingram told him to shut up and dribble. LeBron James is black, by the way. Drew Brees, the whitest white man who has ever fucking whited. He weighed in on a social issue. To be exact, he said five years after the Colin Kaepernick bullshit that he would never be okay with someone disrespecting the flag. You guys remember the kickback he got? I told y'all, the NFL is a very unique industry. Professional sports? It's the one industry, gang, where 70 to 80% of your coworkers are rich black guys. Yeah. It's not that Drew Brees said what he said. It's that Drew Brees wasn't aware that he shouldn't have fucking said it. That whole disrespecting the flag thing was debunked literally five and a half to almost six years before he said it. That means Drew Brees went to work every single day and he ignored his black co-workers. We were just cogs in a machine to help him get rich. Malcolm Jenkins, who looks just like me, a large, muscular, salt and pepper bearded black dude. And he got up there and he cried. And I still remember like, Drew, you a sucker, man. I thought you knew. They played for the same team. He literally went to work every day and ignored his black co-workers, the ones who blocked for him, tackled for him, Made him a rich man. Guys like me who can't walk anymore, we did it for fucks like Drew Brees. But he would not, I would tackle for him, but he wouldn't listen to me. What happened? What did Laura Ingram's monkey, she told the nigger to shut the fuck up. She said to the white guy, oh, it's his first amendment. Shut the fuck up. Right? So she's saying, you know, can white people go and wreck shop? Yeah, they have, kid. You ever hear the Tulsa massacre? White people have been fucking shit up without penalty since fucking forever. You remember Emmett Till? Look that story up. But her monkey ass is too young. She's saying stupid shit. Kid, you got to unplug from the Republican matrix. Let's roll the fucking tape. Black people can. White people, don't you dare say a word because you'll be labeled a racist. Pause the tape. Yeah, you're right. You're right. White people, I'm not going to lie to you. It's time for you to take this L. My people have been lynched, beaten, sold off into fucking slavery, families separated in front of each other's faces, people raped in front of other fucking people, people who look like me, that white bitch over there would lie, those white guys over there would shoot me. No fucking jail time at all whatsoever, but your monkey ass wants me to feel bad for you because someone called you a racist? Who's the snowflake now, bitch? I'm afraid for my life, and your monkey ass is afraid of being called a name. Go fuck yourselves. This little kid is too young to sound this fucking stupid. She needs to sit down with some actual Negroes this kid would do well if she sat down with my dad for just 30 minutes. He would change all this shit without raising his voice. That's all the team. If you want to know who's in power in your country, think about who you cannot criticize. Pause the tape. In the tape. That was a dumb way to end it, kid. She said 
If you want to know who's in power in this country, look to see who you cannot criticize. Talking about white people. Again, white people, I am glad you are white. Because if your biggest worry is that someone, I, I've, I've been said, I've, I've had this said to me before and I've heard other people say it. Please shut the fuck up. Right? Oh, well, Robert, you know, white men, you know, we're the last ones that you can make fun of. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Right? But Robert, do you know what it's like for people to tease you? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> right? These black features? Yeah, I was black and big butt, big lipped, everything. Long. You know the real fucked up thing is, gang? I was terrorized. I remember having this talk with emotional support system several times. Right? Being teased for the size of her hips, her butt. Right? I, I, I've got this big ass on this back of the, this thing. No matter how much weight I lose, my ass will always be the size of a Thanksgiving Day turkey. My lips were big. Always been big. And the fucked up thing is, when they became fashionable, white people got the fucking credit. Right? So again, it's like, you know, <laughs> kid, that's not the sign of power. Who you can and make not make fun of. You are too young and you just sound fucking stupid. You, you, you need to break away from your circle and go get a real fucking education, kid. Damn. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby's giving you some fucking problems. Yep. So Uncle Bobby's going to give you some motherfucking solution. Let's wrap the first two all up in one. That conference of Turning Point USA, shut the fuck up. You propped up the likes of Jesse Waters. Let me tell you something. If you were any kind of real patriot, if you really cared about this country, the moment he started talking about assassinating Fauci, you should have yanked the cord on his mic. You should have sounded like this. Then, yeah, kills. Nothing. He should have been fucking muted. Like, like fucking Forrest Gump. Y'all remember that fucking scene when they yanked the mic on that dude when he's talking at the Washington Monument? Exactly. But y'all know what's going to happen. He's going to get a pay raise, and the shit's going to be all kinds of fucked up. Again, America, are we ready to make a change? Same thing with fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse. I know. Legally, he didn't commit murder. It was self-defense. Fine. Kyle's not a murderer, but he is a killer. He should be feeling sad. He should be feeling remorse. And if again, if he does any talks, it should be about how fucked up he feels. But no, we're treating him like a fucking rock star. That kid, this time next year, his net worth will be larger than mine. I guarantee it. The money that he will get from his book deals, made-for-TV movies, reality TV shows, right? The Rittenhouses. You know, shut the fuck up. This is just a sad day for America, gang. It really is. Are you ready to make a change? Next one up, lastly but not leastly, this 19 or 20-hour-year-old coon. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You're young, kid. That's why you said that stupid shit. Right? Everything you said, I would say, has been debunked, but it, you're, you're, too, you're just too young to know. Everything you said could be answered easily. And that is, white in this country has been and still is the default answer. The reason why black people are getting these quote unquote crutches is because white people lived on them for the entirety of their life. This country was built on the assumption that white is right. It is the default, right? I told you, my mom literally grew up on a fucking plantation. Those kids are fucking rich now because my mom sweated for the Tebow family and they can go fuck themselves. But kids, you don't know that because you think the help is just a movie. It's just a book. You are too young to have these fucked up ass opinions. I truly hope, kid, because we need you. We actually do. I hope you break free and I hope you listen to some actual fucking Negroes, not the likes of fucking Candace Owens. You got a lot to learn to still. You do. All right, gang. The big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.
to you.